Coach Edelstein here, your celeb expert and your celeb savant. Celeb Savant is a weekly entertainment show. We have long-form career retrospective type interviews with celebrities, singers, actors, and industry experts. With two chart-teasing singles already under her belt, Brittany Maestri's musical journey only truly took flight when she secured a top 16 slot on Idols SA in the mid-2016s. Britney's chart trajectory, first with her 2021 Lee Cole produced debut, Where Are You Now?, followed by 2022's By My Side, is nothing shy of impressive. Her latest single, What About Us?, was written, recorded, and produced in Los Angeles, with an entertainment and musical journey that's growing from strength to strength and about to take flight. Up next on Celeb Savant, we've got Britney Maestri. Where do we find you in the world? What's happening in your life? And how are you doing? Thank you so much for having me on your show. Um, I have just released my third single, What About Us? Um, and I hope everybody is enjoying it so far. So you are based in Johannesburg, South Africa, correct? Yes. So let's rewind all the way to the very beginning. At what age was it <laughs> that you realized, okay, you want to be in the music entertainment business or industry and the journey from that point to where we currently are? So I don't think you can really put an age on it because it was such a crazy thing. I mean, I was I was barely walking and other girls were playing with dolls and Barbies and I was playing with karaoke mics and pianos. So, I mean, from there, I think my mom and dad saw that I did have a musical interest. I was always involved in all the productions at school, all the choirs, all the singing activities at school. And then when I was 16, my dad actually said to me, you know, why don't you enter idols? You're of age now. Go for it. Like, go and enjoy it. So I did. Didn't expect anything. I really, because I was so young, I didn't even think I'd get a golden ticket. I just wanted to go wait in those queues with everybody else and have a good time and mm. see what it was all about. Really not even hoping for a golden ticket, just wanting to be there. And um, I got a golden ticket. I made it through the whole of theatre week. And I think after then, when I just fell short of top 16, I was like, well, maybe there is a possible career in this for me. Um, and that, I think that's where I realised I should start taking it more seriously. And after, soon after that, I started writing my own music. Okay, so let's dive into the idol experience a little bit more. You got the golden ticket. It was not expected. From yeah. that point until you were no longer in or participating in the show, was the experience what you expected? Were there things that you weren't expected? Let's unpack that that idol's journey a little bit more. So it was actually a really long time ago because I'm 23 now. Okay. And I was only 16. So, I, I mean, I was really young. And I really just took it as a, a, a fun experience. I just enjoyed every moment of it, never put any pressure on it. I didn't even think I'd get to the point of a golden ticket. So everything that came after that was like lucky. I don't think that, that there was anything that disappointed me within the show. It was so nice to be around so many people that had similar interests. And um, we were all in this competition together. And I met so many friends in the music industry friends that I still chat to. So, I mean, it was a really cool experience. And I think if it wasn't for that, I don't know if, I, if that would have kick-started my career the way it did or given me the drive to think, okay, well, I can actually start writing my own music and I can have a career in this industry. I remember Sunizi saying to me the ones, 
After one of my performances, he says, he thinks I'll be more of a studio girl. And I am. Um, I, I like performing, but I love being in studio. I love writing. I love the production side. I love seeing a song come to life. And that's what I enjoy. So I am a studio girl. And Samizi picked that out of me in Idols. And I think it just helped me mature within my music career. So you mentioned the term studio girl. So let's unpack that a little bit more for the people who have no clue what that's about. You mentioned yeah. production, um, allowing a song to become come to fruition. That label, if you want to call it that, can you explain a little bit more? Well, I mean, I think everybody has different preferences as being an artist. Some artists yes. love performing live. Yes. I'm not saying I don't love it, but it comes with a lot of nerves. It comes with a lot of anxiety performing in front of so many people and in big crowds. I do it often and I love it, but I love being in studio. I think it's just the whole experience of seeing a song come to life and seeing something that maybe you sang a melody in the shower and you came up with something in the shower and then you actually see it come to life um, and see it become a full song and you you write and you never know what to expect because you think of different experiences and different music and different beats and that's just a beautiful, beautiful process. So is that your creative process as well? Yes, yeah, okay. definitely. From zero to a three to four minute song. You've released three songs. I'm sure you've written a number of songs, but from zero to a three to four minute song. That process, is it easy every yeah. time? What motivates it? Is it things happening in your personal life? What's happening in the world? Let's dive deeper a little bit more into your specific songwriting style and the way you create that song. So I think music, I use it as an escape. I think a lot of people do. Okay. Um, it's a way to uh, get over things or overcome things, to be inspired, to have motivation. And that's the beauty of music. Um, a lot of it comes from experiences and what's going on in the world and what my friends are going through and what the world is going through at the moment. I mean, you can write about anything. And what was the nice thing, my last two singles uh, was actually, it was recorded in Hollywood, California, because I was scouted over there. So these last two singles, By My Side and um, What About Us, were recorded that side. And I had a whole bunch of uh, writers from the States jump in on the song and help me complete the song. And that it's just a beautiful journey seeing how the song, everybody's different inputs and different experiences that they're facing and they input in on the lyrics. And it just becomes this beautiful piece that everybody can resonate to. And then when you're writing your, by yourself and then you have this person, whether it's here or overseas, that's a stranger to you, but you know, you put into a room and it's like, okay, cool, write a song, like collaborate. How's that energy for you? Is it like, okay, let's do it? Or there's a bit of trepidation to get to know the person? I don't think there's any hesitations because at the end of the day, we all have the same passion okay. and we have all experienced things and we're all channeling our emotions and feelings into lyrics. Um, and it's so beautiful to see actually different cultures of music and different cultures of people and putting that all together in a song. It's just a beautiful journey. So it's like a melting pot of people of the world. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so but th that's actually what a song is. Basically, if you look these days, it's different cultures coming together, different people, different energies, different emotions. And then it accumulates and results in a beautiful song that everyone 
out there enjoys. So that represents one song yeah. can represent the whole world, actually. And like I said, it can represent so many different things. Some some people might listen to the same lyrics but find different messages within the lyrics or different inspirations or motivations within the lyrics for what exactly. they're experiencing personally. Everybody's got different personal experiences. So this and I've discussed this with a, a couple of the other artists on my podcast. I'm not mm-hmm. sure if you're aware of NLP, neuro linguistic programming, that people either hear things, see things, or feel things when they um, consume information. So hearing is about the audio, the words, seeing they create visual or create pictures, feeling, which is kind of aesthetic, it's about the emotion. So when you hear songs, whether it's a song by yourself or another artist, which of those are dominant for you? Are you hearing the words, seeing the picture of it, feeling the energy of it? I think maybe for me personally, it would be visualizing. Because that's a lot of the times what I do with my own songs when we're trying to produce the music video. You try to visualize the lyrics and what that person that mm. the song is about would be going through, not necessarily being me, but necessarily being another person or another woman across the world that's experienced a similar situation. What would she, what are her emotions? What is the visual of what she is going through? You've mentioned you've released three singles. So now, what's next on the journey for Brittany? Next on the journey will definitely be a mini EP, something like that. Carrying on writing hard in the studio. So I'm excited to see what comes of that. And I'm hoping to actually release something on my birthday. So for the listeners, the birthday is the 20th of August. So mark that in your calendar. (laughs) (laughs) So that's, that's cool. You mentioned a mini EP. So a mini, is that like how many songs, how many tracks is that? Maybe seven, seven to ten. Seven to ten, but isn't that already an album? Couldn't that be an album? Possibly. Yeah. Possibly. So you're just feeling it yeah. out. So you're just going with the flow and feeling, okay, this is how it's happened. This is released. And you're just, you're just feeling the energies of the flow of how things go yeah. with some hard work in, in the background. Because <laughs> <laughs> you can never tell. Sometimes you can write a full song in a day. Sometimes yes. it can take you a month to write a full song. Um, sometimes you can experience something and write a song in two minutes. So it's it's difficult to say, and then sometimes you write things that you that don't sound nice when it's produced, and you're like, okay, well that was a cool idea, but it didn't work. Let's try something different. So you can never put a date to it or any pressure yeah. on it. But the journey in studio is like so different to what people expect, you know. So never put any pressure on that. So was it what you expected the first time you walked in, and if not, how was it different, and how do you mean by that comment for people? on the outside of the music world who don't know anything about the studio world? I think by that I mean like you can walk into the studio and you start producing a track and you have in mind what you want the track to be about or to sound like. And it can actually, you're playing around on production and it takes a totally different turn. And like, oh, so that how the song turned out? Oh, it's quite cool. Oh, no, it's not how I envisioned it. And it's it's a real, like, it's playful. You play around with different beats, different different melodies, different lyrics, people have different inputs, and it, it's it's a whole journey, you know. Um, I'm a ballad girl, so my first single was a ballad. Yes. Second single, I wanted it to sound like a cargo track, more production, a little bit more upbeat, mm. a little bit more playful, and so that's the vision I had, and, and that's what came to life. So we all go in with different expectations in studio, but sometimes in studio – it may take a turn and you're like, oh, actually, I like the sound of that. Let's keep it as a slow song or an acoustic song or, mm. 
you play around and it's 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 a very it's a long journey to see a song to finalization well i mean it's interesting because um if you think of it song is sound music is sound which is vibration which is energy mm-hmm. and energy is flowing yeah. and you can't <laughs> you, yeah. you can't stand hold no one can stand hold on energy and hold yeah. it in one place and try and control it so <laughs> it, it's yeah. just having to let it flow and let it happen how it's supposed to be and let it be <laughs> yes and that's what i mean by a beautiful journey yeah um that's what's so beautiful experience so you mentioned earlier song is sometimes takes you four minutes or a day or a month when you're playing with the song it's taking a little bit longer say for a month is there any times you're like okay this isn't working throwing it out or you keep going at it until it's finished and you're happy with it well if i if i feel like I've had a different experience in around or write about something else. I can start a different song, but I take inspiration from other songs and I keep that song in the books. And sometimes you can use those lyrics for a different song. Okay. So sometimes you have an idea and you jot it down and it may be used in a song you produce in a year's time. Who knows? Um, but you have an idea in your mind and you write it down. It doesn't necessarily mean you have to complete a full song because sometimes that is difficult to yeah. fill in all those gaps and fill in all those lyrics. And that was, was so nice about my, American experience is that I had this visual and this idea of a chorus um, and the the co-writers got on board with me and helped me fill all those gaps so that was really cool because I had different people's experiences all coming together in one song speaking of songs I love this game yeah and I recognize that if I had to (laughs) ask you this question in two minutes two hours two weeks two months I understand and I know that your answer will be different every single time. So if you had to push play to five songs by other artists, once we were finished this conversation, what would those songs be and by whom? I love all of Riada's old songs, Diamond, um, all of Alicia Keys songs, Kelly Scott's biblical song. That's my favorite song at the moment. Um, I've done a lot of covers of Callum Scott. He's one okay. of my huge inspirations. I actually found a lot of inspirations from uh, male ballad singers. I don't know why, but I love okay. their songs and I love of their songs. I was a huge fan of Sam Smith. Um, I used to find a lot of inspiration from his music. Okay. Not anymore. It's one more artist. Adele's new album. Adele. There we go. Cool. Super cool. Just so you know, I'm not sure if you're aware of this. So whether a person's male or female... Uh, we've got male and female energy within us. So maybe you're more dominant on the male energy side when it comes to songwriting and music creation. So that's why maybe you're more inspired by male ballad singers. Just bring it out there, something to think about. Yeah, 100%. I definitely resonate with all their songs. Callum Scott's a huge, huge artist of mine that I look up to. So I enjoy all of these music. Just before you're going live on stage and those nerves or those butterflies, so to speak, are coming through, how do you breathe or what is your steps to go onto stage and then allow yourself to be present, enjoy the moment? Um, Every time it's different and I don't think your nerves ever go away. So yeah. there's nothing I can do to take, like, I can't take three deep breaths and then my nerves are gone. <laughs> yes. So I wish it so there's nothing really I can do before I go on stage that will calm my nerves. But once I'm on stage, I enjoy it because then I'm like, okay, cool, this isn't so bad. I'm enjoying. 
and it's good to have nerves because it keeps yes. you keeps you at your best. I think it keeps you on your toes. Well, yes, I think it it keeps you grounded, and allows you to yeah. not become blasé about it. Because if you don't have those nerves before you go on stage, it's like oh, I'm doing this. A hundred thousand people at Wembley Arena. Oh, I'm doing this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm sure the people, um, anyone who performs a hundred thousand people at Wembley, whether whomever they are, whether it's Callum or Sam or whomever, I'm sure they all yeah. have those nerves. I've seen a few videos of Justin Bieber actually talk, and he's also one of my inspirations because he sings a lot of gospel music, which is really inspiring. And it's nice to see how he talks about before he goes on stage. And I think everybody has those similar feelings or how big or how small of an artist you are. The podcast is listened to throughout the world. As a final message to the listening audience, what would you like to say? Just enjoy what you do. I've never ever put pressure on my music or my career in music. I've always enjoyed the experience. And from that, I've seen success through that because I'm enjoying every moment of it. Just enjoy what you do, love what you do, and just keep pushing.